Hi there, this is a piece of audio content that is only available in full over at patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits. We wanted to give you a little bit of a preview to show you what you might be missing out on. You can join us for as little as $1 under the pay what you want model at patreon.com slash elwoodcitylimits and get access to over dozens of hours of content, including every episode of For the Kids, a PBS Kids podcast. We appreciate you listening, whether you're a patron or whether you're listening on the free feed. You're under no obligation to join, and thank you very much for checking out this preview. But if you'd like to know what these episodes and extra content sounds like, here's a little bit of a sneak peek. So now we get into a couple of, like, classic Muppet sketches that I just had to make sure that we spoke about. So we start off with Bert and Ernie. We, we, we watched Ernie counts sheep to sleep where he tries counting sheep, fire engines and balloons, which uh, continually upsets Bert. It's never been clearer to me, especially with Bert. This is such the SpongeBob Squidward dynamic. This, that must've been an inspiration of where they got it from. It's, it's, it's even beyond SpongeBob Squidward, uh, Will. I actually wrote in my notes, um, this is probably, and I'm sure for a lot of kids, maybe even for a whole generation, Bert and Ernie was my first experience with the straight man, funny man dynamic. Totally. Like, yeah. th- this is a classic staple of comedy. As long as comedy's existed, there has been this push and pull of there is a wacky guy and then there's a straight man who is annoyed and, and reacts to the wacky guy. Um, and I think that this is, you know, Bert and Ernie is, is shorthand for that. Like if you saw these types of people in real life, you'd be like, Oh, look at, look at those Bert and Ernie over there. Like this is that dynamic distilled to its essence. Um, and I think it, it goes to show how effective we have a couple of Bert and Ernie clips in here, and I was happy to watch all of them. They were, and in fact, talking about ones I actually remember from childhood. Again, I don't know how often Sesame Street played reruns. Like how much of the episodes I was watching were new episodes from the nineties, right. and how much of yeah. it was just like reruns of ones from the seventies. But I feel like I'm familiar with almost all of these Bert and Ernie clips, and these are just like foundational. Um, <laughs> childhood memories. Like, I loved these characters. You know, I had an uncle who looked and kind of acted like Bert, so I always had an affini- affinity for Bert. And here's a funny story. I have a funny story about Ernie that I've been... Wait, I might have told this on the podcast before, but uh, my mom had an old boyfriend before she dated my dad named Ernie, and I've never seen a picture of the guy. So to this day, from when I was a child to now, whenever I picture him, I'm just picturing the Muppet. I'm assuming that my mom <laughs> dated the Muppet Ernie. Um... <laughs> Oh yeah. man, you could have you, you, you could have been yeah. half Muppet. <laughs> I listen if you, if people who know me know I actually I basically am half Muppet. <laughs> but um, uh, no, but these characters are beloved for a reason. These are some of um, you know, they're they're, fa- they're they're fan favorites for a reason. Um, they're totally timeless. Um, and this is where you start to see kind of the genius in Sesame Street and kind of what sets it apart from the Muppets, right? Like the Muppets, it's distinct and unique. Um, you know, there's similarities between the two, but I think that Bert and Ernie is, is particularly a Sesame Street creation. Um, and they're dynamic. They're kind of er, how they earnestly love each other. Um, despite being annoyed with one another is very much a Sesame street phenomenon. Um, and yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about all three of these segments, uh, sheep to sleep where, uh, Bert is encouraging Ernie to, uh, count sheep and then Ernie, and this is on Ernie to be perfectly honest with you. Ernie's being very unreasonable in this segment. <laughs> Ernie is counting the fire truck instead because it would be more exciting because he's too bored counting the sheep. Which is true. Counting sheep is not meant to be fun. 
And then he counts a balloon and it blows up. And again, Bert can't get to sleep. That's such a that's such a great observation you made about this being like a child's first um, straight man, funny man routine. That's and it's totally true. Like in Bert and Ernie's fish call, which is the second one we watched where Ernie uses his fish call to catch fish. And Bert keeps seeing its success and he keeps trying to make it work for him. And then eventually it works a little too well. I mean great stuff it's it's it really is just like and it's broad enough that it's like we can find it funny as adults but i think this is definitely still funny for kids based on like the pratt falls burt's burt's expressions are really good and something that you notice more as an adult and then just ernie being like mischievous he's not malicious he's just kind of living his life and then kind of getting a giggle every now and then I mean, okay, so this is a good time to talk about, um, did they ever officially say that Bert and Ernie were gay with one another? Like, they, they I had always assumed, mm. as a child, I just assumed that they were brothers. But then people started to talk later on that, did, did Sesame Street ever come out and be like, oh, actually, they are lovers? Bert and Ernie, let's see. I don't think so. Um, I feel like they still are kind of like, now they're best, they're best friends, but... What? Yeah. But what do I know? I'm 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 not sure. A lot of the sexual orientation discussion. Let me just take a look here. The official line is that Sesame Street says they are best friends. Though Frank Oz later said that uh, if Jim and I had created Bert and Ernie as gay characters, they would be inauthentic, coming from two straight men. However, I have now learned that many view them as representative representative of a loving gay relationship, and that's pretty wonderful. Thanks for helping me understand. So. Um, I guess the the message here is Bert and Ernie are gay if you want them to be. Yeah, and it's 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 like um, it's like Frodo and Sam from Lord of the Rings. It's like mm, yes. they weren't intended that way, but it doesn't matter. Like if you find it meaningful yeah. to think of them as such, then absolutely. Same with same with Arthur and like imagining characters to be of a certain race. If that if that is something that works for you, then totally like absolutely run with it. And I really appreciate. I really appreciate that uh, that line. I will also say, Bert and Ernie's fish call uh, definitely reminded me of. You remember that Strong Bad email, uh, Lures and Jigs, where Strong Bad is fishing with Coach sure. Z and he's the "Come on, get in the boat, fish, fish. Come on, get in the boat." Like I'm doing the dance too. This is like a style of comedy. Like it's very like Abbott and Costello, like classic mid 20th century style comedy. Um, and I feel like this doesn't exist anymore. You know what I mean? A classic. Me- this is this whole episode. Who knew this whole episode was going to be me being a crank um, <laughs> and and complaining about how things suck today? But it's true. Like this style of just kind of absurdist sketch comedy uh, that's not based in any sort of kind of cult pop culture grounding. It's just about the the, the dynamics of of comedic characters. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's it's of a bygone era. Okay, that's going to do it for now. But we will see you next time on Elwood City Limits or at patreon.com slash Elwood City Limits if you decide to join us. Thank you very much and have a great week.